I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, along with my co-host, Jared Chastain. This is the County Fantasy Sports Podcast. We're going to be touching on week five. Yep. I cannot believe it's week five. I know. It's crazy. The season's flown by. Yes, it is. You're listening on WBLZsports.com. Be sure to check out that website. T-shirts, join the movement, 15 bucks. You can get a T-shirt. They're pretty funny. I enjoy them. Check out all the other content that they have to provide. There's a big list now. It's crazy. I love it. And you'll be catching some of the commercials during our show. I think we even played our own commercial in the last episode. I didn't even notice Did it. Yeah. God. <laughs> didn't that's, that's not big-headed of us or anything. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But let's jump right into this, Jared. We'll kick it off with the one of my favorite games I'm going to be watching this week. Patriots versus the Browns. I figured you'd be all over this game. The return of Brady. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful sight. And I think he's going to torch this Brown secondary. Just my, <laughs> just my feeling. I think he's been off the scene for a while, and I think he wants to make a big impact. Yeah. As he makes his return, I've got him ranked as my second quarterback. Second overall. quarterback. Yeah. See, I haven't really touched up my top five quarterbacks yet. I just kind of uh, group guys together, but he's definitely in that mm-hmm. top five range. I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to have him, but uh, right. top five for sure. Like you said, this is a, a good matchup, and he's going to want to come out, I think, as well, and just mm-hmm. light up Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I do like this a lot for Edelman. I, I th- love it for Edelman. Think- he's a really good buy low guy right now. Yes. And I- if you can, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of tough. But there's yep. a lot of the people, you know, in our leagues and, you know, a few leagues I've even, you know, hollered at a few people, and they just want to see what uh, he does with Brady, like you brought up yesterday. Mm-hmm. So. And I think he's low-end wide receiver one, regardless of the format of your league. PPR, he definitely gets a bump up. Mm-hmm. But I think Edelman's going to have one of his days where he catches a ton of balls and probably finds the end zone. So, start him if you got him. And I think this is good for James White. We mentioned that on the podcast, mm-hmm. Brady returning. I think he's going to have a solid PPR day, and this is all going to lead to Blunt. I think he's still going to be very valuable in this game. Mm-hmm. Solid running back, too, because he's probably going to find the end zone. Yep. Because I think they're going to score a lot of points. Yeah. Great points. I agree with both statements. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how Gronk's going to do. I hope he bounces back with Brady. I hope Brady is the key. And today he made a statement that it was obvious his hamstring was a factor in how he's been playing. Key word there is was. I I. I zeroed in on that. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, you said was. Yeah. Shouldn't be a problem going Got forward. So, so I hope that's a good sign. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they're going to try to work Martellus Bennett into this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's hard to rank this week. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I'd understand if somebody had him outside of their top 12, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I could understand if they have him inside of their top three. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Because if Gronk, just gonna do what he's been doing. Martellus Bennett with Brady. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. He could have a monster day. Going to the Cleveland side of the ball. The game script, I'm very worried it could take Crowell out of the picture. If he if they if they're not able to keep up with him early, I'm afraid that they're gonna get down two possessions and then they're just gonna have to chunk it all mm-hmm. the time. And that's a good sign for people like Duke Johnson. Yeah. And Crowell, he's a guy that, you know, Hugh Jackson wants to manage the clock, keep his uh, keep the other team's defense on the field, wear them down, and that's what Crowell does best. But, hey, he could still end up with 50 yards and a touchdown and then be behind two or three touchdowns the whole game. Mm-hmm. With how he's been playing, you got to keep plugging him in. Yeah. And he's been incredible so far this year. Mm-hmm. And I've got Pryor's top 20 wide receiver. Top 20? Yeah. I'm not there. <laughs> I like him. I have him at 26 right now. Uh, I think that's very fair. What about Bornkowski? What, what are you feeling about Bornkowski? Yeah, I think he's in for a solid day. Solid day? Yeah. Um, he seems to really get – it seems like he's in the right direction to continue this momentum. And like you said, game flow could you know eliminate the run completely. Yep. And he seems to be one of uh, Kessler's go-to targets. So, mm-hmm. I hurt. hope so. I hope Hopefully so. Hopefully he finds the end zone. 
Yeah, he, he needs to find the end zone for sure. Uh, let's move on to Eagles versus the Lions. Got Wentz. I think he's very startable in this game. In fact, I like him more than Stafford, to be honest. Wow. Just this uh, this Philly defense, they're, they're no joke. So, I've got to take Stafford down a notch in my book, especially after what he did to me last week. <laughs> If I said, are you sure this isn't just a little bit personal? It might be a personal <laughs> issue, but I, I kind of like Wentz in this, and I think he can, I mean, Hoyer, was it Hoyer? Yeah, Hoyer yeah. just torched the Lions defense, mm-hmm. so. And uh, Wentz is getting back one of his top targets. Yeah. Zach Ertz. Yeah, that's true. I, I do want to see how he comes back and really fits in. I think he's going to have a good day. I hope so. I mean, I hope he's a, a still a go-to target in this offense. I mean, there's... Always that chance with Sproles coming into the picture yeah. now, and you know Jordan Matthews has been pretty solid so far. Then you know Ertz could revert to like a option number three. Yeah, that's something I don't want to see. Here's why: I've got him ranked as my fourth tight end. Okay, that's way up there. But Detroit's given up a touchdown to a tight end every game this mm-hmm. year, so I expect that trend to continue, especially if Wentz is targeting Ertz like he was. The first couple of weeks, so I like it. I mean, I can't knock it. And Jordan Matthews, I I might be a little bit biased against him because I've never liked him. So <laughs> I've got him as wide receiver three this week. So I mean, it, I'm I'm struggling getting on board with Jordan Matthews. Yeah, I mean, I have him as a top twenty guy this week. I think uh, he he can do some big things this week. I mean. I, you're low on Stafford, but I'm a little higher on Stafford. I have him as a top ten player, so obviously I think he's going to be involved. And in, you know, I think this game could very well turn into you know some sort of a shootout. And mm. you know, Matthews, he, he can benefit. Yeah. So that is very true. Just going to keep it simple with that. Very true. I do like Marvin Jones, so I think he can have another solid day. Yeah. And Theo, I like Theo in this game because. I think it could very well be a shootout. Or Detroit might be playing from behind if the Eagles keep on playing like they've been playing. Mm-hmm. And maybe even Bolden in this one. Probably. Could, I mean, he, I'm sure he'll see a red zone target. Very well could find the end zone. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really want any part of it. Dwayne Washington, he's dealing with an ankle injury. Yeah. so I don't know how serious that is. Do you know? No. I know that he's listed as questionable, which yeah. doesn't Shocker. tell you anything yeah. nowadays. So, who knows if Zach Zinner is the between-the-tackles guy. I don't want him in this matchup. <laughs> I haven't seen Zach Zinner produce the way I expected him to. So, I don't want any part of the backfield other than Theo. Anything else in that game? Ebron, I don't want. I think it'll be okay. I don't want to touch him but just because Philly's been really good against tight ends, well, I noticed. Uh I mean, you have to start I mean, him pretty much he, if you have him. He's the red zone target. Yeah, him he's, he's Bolden, no longer so. a streamer. He's a, no. an ownable tight end. So, yeah. uh, a good point you brought up last week when you brought up a few names. Uh, if you have him, you're starting him pretty much because you don't have any better options. So, yeah, very true. Uh, I wouldn't really go for him in daily, per se, just because <laughs> I think around the same amount, you're going to find a better guy. Yeah. Yep. Very true. Well, let's move on to the Bears versus the Colts. I think Hoyer's going to continue to play well. Mm-hmm. I've actually got him as a top 10 play this week. Top 10? Yep. This Colts defense is a mess right now. They're cutting all their <laughs> their safeties. They just cut Clamardi. Mm-hmm. So, they're a mess. I expect him to kind of have a pretty good day. Maybe not 300 yards past him. I think he'll find the end zone a couple of times. Howard, that's your guy. We've talked him up. He's got running back one written all over him this week. Yeah, I agree. This is a really good matchup for him. Mm-hmm. And we've had some big news come out today. This is Wednesday, the 5th of October. Kevin White, our, mm-hmm. what was that? Fractured left fibula and a high ankle sprain. I think that this is good news for Jeffrey. We were worried about him yeah. because he wasn't seeing targets, mainly because of Kevin White. He was getting all the targets from Warrior, but... Yeah. Hey, guess what? Basically forced to get him now. Yep. Okay. He's healthy. And Eddie Royal, I think, uh, becomes a viable wide receiver three. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he's a solid start in this one. 
especially with quality receivers on buys. Yeah. So, Eddie Royal, solid pickup. He'll continue. I mean, he was a Cutler guy anyway, so it's not like the change from Hoyer to Cutler, if it does happen, won't affect it much. I expect Jeffrey to have a really nice day, but he was limited in practice today or did not practice one with a knee issue. (laughs) Same old song and dance for us. Seems like he misses at least one practice a week. Very true. Very true. What do you think about Zach Miller in this one? Is he a good option this week? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, he's found the end zone the last two weeks and mm-hmm. has a real good chance to find it here. Mm-hmm. And he's dealing with a rib issue. He missed practice today. Hmm. Okay, I'm not I'm not sure how serious that is. Right. So we'll just have to monitor that. But if he plays, I've got him at seven. And after my tight end seven, that's where the cutoff is, where from seven to one, I'm really comfortable with those guys. Don't mind plugging them in. After that, it's just shooting for a touchdown. <laughs> Dang, after seven? Yeah. I, uh, I just I, need to touch up my tight end rankings. I'm not too happy with how some have performed. Like, Barnkowski has not found the end zone, so I had to give him a little bump down for that. And, like, Dwayne Allen's been a disappointment. Yeah. People like that. And Delaney Walker, big time. I'm not comfortable starting Delaney Walker because of Mariota. He sucks. <laughs> Anyway, Luck, he'll probably have a decent fantasy day, but he could have a decent fantasy day and have a horrible football day yeah. all in the same week. That, that line is not giving him any help. No, not at all. Not at all. I think uh, Gore can be a solid running back too, and he could easily crack the top ten if he continues getting dump-offs like he's been. Yeah. Let's give his man five dump-offs a game and just <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Josh Ferguson's been a hot topic here lately. Yeah, he's a – pretty decent PPR option mm-hmm. I've been kind of monitoring the past uh, few weeks and he's come away with a solid amount of catches and targets as well so yes he has I mean I don't see a scenario where you're forced to start Josh Ferguson no but cheap daily play I mean flex options on DraftKings he's probably around three yep. grand something like that and DraftKings is PPR yeah. so he'd probably be really good and nobody's going to start Josh Ferguson no, he'll be one of the least owned players in the league or in the Contest, whatever contest you play. I uh, love TY this week, much like last week. I just hope the yardage is there. Yeah. Everything else is there for him last week. But he's probably going to be in my top 10 until Moncrief comes back. Yeah, I think you're right. I have him at seven this week. And I'm very comfortable with that. And yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to trust anybody else in this offense. The yeah. tight ends underperformed last week, but yeah. they're both probably going to end up in my rankings. Towards the bottom. Yeah. I mean, Allen will be a lot higher than Dole, but Dole, he sometimes <laughs> outperforms him. I don't know. He'll come out of nowhere. And I bet he scores three touchdowns this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to the Titans versus the Dolphins. Pretty much all you need to know is DeMarco Murray is the Titans' offense. Yep. And the only guy you can really start with confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharp, I think he's interesting this week just because the Dolphins' secondary has been terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. So maybe he gets rolling again and, hey, out of nowhere, daily play, take a shot. Nobody's going to really own him. And probably got a better op, or you probably don't have a better option than Delaney, so you just kind of got to plug him in and hope for the best. Yep, great way to put it. But the Dolphins are kind of in the same scenario. (laughs) Landry's the only guy that you will start with confidence, and everybody else is – Dart throws. Yep. I, I want nothing to do with Ajayi or uh, uh, Drake or Williams or Pete or whoever's running no. football. Uh, Tannehill want no part of that. Nope. Parker, he may could find the end zone in this game. Maybe, but. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what you're banking on if you're starting yeah. him. And Kenny Steals. Kenny Steals. If he yeah. catches the football, he'll catch a long one. Yeah. Yeah, but. The only players in this game that you want are Murray or Landry, straight yeah. up. And you know, both of them can do very well this week. Maybe it wouldn't be such a bad thing if they canceled this game because of the <laughs> hurricane. True. Very true. <laughs> but let's move on from that one. That one's uh, it's a terrible matchup. Go Titans. Yeah, I hope they pull it off. Uh, Redskins versus the Ravens. Kirk Cousins, solid play. Low-end quarterback one, probably each week. And he's got that upside to put up big numbers any given week just because of 
who he can throw to in the red zone. Jordan Reed, who's my top tight end. Mm-hmm. I mean, not much to say there. That's the only pass catcher I want right now. Keeping an eye on Crowder, see if he straightens up. I wouldn't mind taking a shot on Deshaun Jackson this week. This is one of those matchups where he might have a big one. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree. Um, Adam Mesmer, wide receiver, 27 right now. So, I definitely think he'll finish in the top 30 someday. Okay. Uh, Matt Jones, what do you think about Matt Jones this week? Uh, j- just kind of the same way I thought about him pretty much all year. I'm not going to let last week really influence my decision whenever I rank him, but uh, I'll have him as a running back too, I'd say. Yeah, that's where I've got him. And the upside's going to be there each week, but just know that it comes with a floor that sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, a floor <laughs> that can ruin your week. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's got one of those. Uh, kind of like Flacco again this week, about as I hate to say it. <laughs> the Redskins D, even though they got a big name, Josh Norman, they've really not been very good against the pass. Uh, Breland's been getting torched yeah. left and right, so really like Flacco. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we get to see Steve Smith matched up with Josh Norman yeah. for the majority of the day. Mm-hmm. And I think Steve Smith can get the best of it. I do too. I, I'm not shook by the idea of Norman being on Steve Smith. Oh, I want to see it. In the last two weeks, Steve Smith has been great, and I see no reason to put him outside of my you know, wide receiver two range unless it's like very high-end, like number one wide receiver mm-hmm. three. Cause, you know. Uh, I, I do think that Steve Smith can get the better of Josh Norman. And Steve Smith, he'll go through these stretches where he's just on fire. Yeah, just you just got to plug him in until he cools off. Yeah, <laughs> that's about how it goes. And I, if you remember correctly, Norman's rookie year was Steve Smith was with the Panthers, mm-hmm. and these two got into it on the practice field. I remember I don't that. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and because he, he made the comment to uh, Josh Norman that, or to a reporter about Josh Norman that, Norman's going to figure out real quickly that this is not Coastal Carolina. <laughs> so, maybe there's some bad blood there. Maybe. I kind of hope so. God, man, that, that could be... <laughs> it could be fun. It could be real fun. Uh, have Terrence West as a top 20 play, yeah. but I'm hoping I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hoping you and I'm everybody wrong. else. Nobody wants to accept or buy into Terrence West, especially I, with Kenneth Dixon yeah, right there. Yeah, that's why I want to be wrong. Yeah. I want Kenneth Dixon to come in there. You know, West get like five or six carries, and then Dixon finally gets in and breaks a big one. Yeah. And then they just go to Dixon, and <laughs> West is kind of an afterthought. Yeah. I would love to see that. I don't think the transition will happen this quickly. Probably not. <laughs> uh, like I'm seeing some questions that are being asked to me about, uh, you know, certain – Flex start and sits and Kenneth Dixon's name being brought up. You can't start him this no, week. No, new. No. I mean, it's going to be a little bit for this transition to take place. Maybe two weeks minimum, maybe three. I mean, you just got to be patient with mm-hmm. Dixon. If you held him this long, there's no oh, reason yeah, to no. you know, shy away from him. Uh, think did, uh, Pitta comes back? No. Oh. While Steve Smith is on his little streak, um, that's the only part of the passing offense I want. Mm-hmm. That's the only consistent part that's going to be there. Right. Pitta may score a touchdown in this game and be fantasy relevant, but until Steve Smith cools down, which, hey, it could be this week, <laughs> I, I want to ride Steve Smith until he's done. Let's move on to Texans versus the Vikings. Lamar may have a rough week this week. Yeah. I kind of expect him to, but he's still a top 10 option. I've seen some people talking about uh, start, who was it? Gore over Lamar Miller. What? No. Well, I mean, I mean, can't really knock the idea of it. No, but I'm not benching Lamar Miller and him blow up. Right. Like, That's, there's no reason that Lamar Miller should be benched. I no, guess. No. I, I don't see why you just don't start them both. I mean, if you have another really good option, throw one in the flex. Big deal. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Maybe it's one of those weird leagues like you've been in where you get to start. <sighs> yeah. Right. Just a crazy. terrible format. <laughs> yeah. Start one running back, and that's it. <laughs> Come on, man. That's all. Other than that, I'm not a fan of Hopkins this week. I've got him way down. Do you have him? I have him at 13. I've got him at 17. Yeah. I mean, I feel like 13 fair, just considering he's DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tie my rankings into the name value sometimes, and this is probably a case of that. If he finishes outside the top 15 or top 20, I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. 
Xavier right. Rhodes has had an unbelievable year. Yep, and my ranking of him at 17 is based on the matchup and kind of the strange decline in targets. I mean, he was heavily targeted in, what was it, week two? Yeah. And then it's just kind of went down from there. So, I'm, I guess they're trying to really make Fuller a thing in yeah. Houston, which I really don't want to part of Fuller this week. I don't either, but, you know, like you said, he's kind of emerging as the new go-to in Houston. So, I mean, I have him as a wide receiver, too. I think this is in volume. And yeah. He has that big play potential. He does. Very well could find the end zone on, you know, just a little screen pass and take a 70 yards to the house. And mm-hmm. wouldn't Might even it off. return a punt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. Return a punt. Go Titans. Who knows, yeah. <laughs> Titans fired their special teams coach, by the way. I don't <laughs> nice. know if you saw that. I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, they did it after the game. Sometime after the game. Nice. Yeah. That's a uh, tight end? <laughs> Houston tight end? <laughs> Not yet. No. Uh, Fedorowicz, uh, he's, I think it's an MCL sprain or some sort of MCL issue. So, uh, if you're wanting Houston tight end, I guess Ryan Griffin's the guy. But he might get 10 targets. He might, but... <laughs> Uh, we'll say for the sake of the matchup, he's a no play this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely don't want any part of Oswald this no. week. So the Viking side, you know, Bradford, he's one of those guys that I never want to start. But, hey, if you were desperate, he's probably going to be a solid option. No, no, I'm going to have to pick him up in one league. The Rocky Top League, as a matter of fact, because really? I have his Palmer. Uh, yeah, very true. Yeah, uh, it's announced today that Carson Palmer is not playing on Thursday, yeah. which this airs on Friday, so that doesn't help you whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I only have one quarterback on the roster, and it's Palmer because everyone wants to take two quarterbacks for some reason. And, <laughs> for yeah, this reason right here. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And uh, The best name available is Bradford. I'm going to have to shell out some money for him just mm-hmm. to make sure I get him. But, but, hey, I like McKinnon in this one. Do you? Yep, I do. I think he's rock solid running back two. Rock solid. And he's got running back one upside if he breaks a big one. So I like him a lot, and he's been dominating the touches in this backfield. So, bam. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see him as a running back two. Um, should be around a top 20 play for me, maybe just a little bit on the outside. Um, I, I want to – the theme with me in these rankings and the breakout players, I want to see consistency. Right. So – Show me a little more. Show me. Gotcha. Uh, show me it a little more often. Gotcha. What do you think Diggs is going to do this week? Yeah, I'm kind of having a little trouble ranking him, to be quite honest. Um, with Diggs, it'd be no surprise if he was a top 15 guy, but at the same time, it'd be no surprise if he was outside the top 30. Right. And right now, I'm kind of leaning towards the bottom half of that, like towards the 30 range. I understand that. And uh, Joseph's been doing really good this year. Yeah. So. The Houston. Pass defense has been solid. The run defense has been taken advantage of a few times. So I could definitely get on board with Diggs finishing outside the top 30, but he does have that upside to catch a ton of balls if Bradford gets locked in on him. and He's he's heck of an athlete, so can't take that away from him. What about Rudolph? I think he'll just continue being solid. I think he's going to be Man. awesome. I, I have him at fifth right now in my tight end rankings. I'm right there with you. Yeah, so I mean. I, I just expect that to continue. Absolutely. I've actually flirted around with the idea of moving him above Gronk. Oh, yeah? Because I got Gronk at four. Um, I think it hurts at four. Maybe I do. I can't remember. No, Gronk at five, Rudolph at six. Okay. Okay, I so you. I may move him into my top five. Uh, yeah, I have uh, Rudolph ahead of Gronk right now, so can't really blame him for it. Well, let's move on to the Jets versus the Steelers. Want no part of Fitz Magic until he stops throwing picks. It's tragic. It's tragic. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Kind of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. I'm going to say I'm thinking Forte returns to that running back one. I do too. Just for status. the sake of this offense, like, it's, just, it's mm-hmm. just horrible, and they need to run it through him. Yeah. Pretty much. They do. And this is a you know, pretty solid matchup for him. Yeah. You know, he can do very well in this game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think Brandon Marshall is a top 10 play. Yeah. I like him in this one. He should have a really nice day against this defense. Mm-hmm. They're not anything special against the pass. No, not at all. And Nunois, I think, is around that wide receiver three range, probably mm-hmm. more middle of the road, you know, not necessarily high end, but definitely flex-worthy. Absolutely. He's going to get the volume to be flex yeah, play. for sure. And probably could crack the wide receiver two range. I can get on board with that as well. 
I did see where Austin Safari and Jenkins might be able to play this week. Mm-hmm. Bowles is still, you know, iffy about it. He said we'll see where he's at. So maybe there might be a tight end finally merging yeah. New York. We'll we'll just have to wait and see. But Anunwa is doing just fine in that role, so yeah. I don't know why they. I mean, I guess you'd have to kind of bump him to the outside a little bit more since Decker's missing time. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. And Fitzpatrick just needs all the help he can get right now. Yes, he does. So I expect Bilal Powell to have another solid PPR day. Mm-hmm. So um, if you have him and you're thin at running back or you have solid running backs on a bye week or something like that, and yeah, Powell's just chilling. I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to plug him in, especially in a PPR. Mm-hmm. Now, Pittsburgh, Big Ben. He should have a field day. Mm-hmm. I mean, this defense has been awful against the past here lately. Yep. And he's my top quarterback this week. Wow. Okay. I like it. And Bale, after the Thursday night game, which we'll get all – I'll get all my Thursday night players out of my rankings. He'll be my top back. You'll have him at number one. Yeah. I'll have him at two after the two. Thursday night game, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But – uh. He's definitely going to be involved on all fronts, pass mm-hmm. game, run game. Like the first two or three drives of the game, I guess on the backfield like three times, and everything else he was split up. Yeah. So they definitely want to use him as a wide receiver, which is great. You know, even in matchups like this where the run defense has been, you know, fairly solid. Yeah. You know, but just having him involved in the pass game, he's got a floor like nobody else. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, he he's going to be great, and Brown. He's in that elite tier of wide receivers, so you can expect a great day from him. Yep. And another wide receiver I'm actually kind of high on, Sammy Coates. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I think I he, am too. I, I love me some Sammy Coates this week. I think he's definitely primed for a uh, good deep ball. Yeah, that's what I'm – on the end zone. That's very good standard play, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think he's – I think he's going to burn this defense for maybe one yeah. touchdown, a long one. We've seen Marquise Goodwin do it. Yeah. Which I think Revis is dealing with the injury right now. But still, this secondary is a mess. Mm. It's the worst part of this defense. The front seven's amazing. Secondary is trash. Yeah, trash. <laughs> Just putting it nicely. Yeah. Anything else in this one? I mean, no. I mean, Jesse James should be mentioned just because of his touchdowns. Yeah, but at the same time, that's all he is is touchdowns. He is a desperation play. Yeah. Before we move on, let's take a quick commercial break so you can hear about some of those shows I was mentioning at the first th- this episode. You know, every sport has its own aura about it. For me, it's, it's racing. It's being at the racetrack where you can hear the roll of thunder that is the engines, the smell of rubber in the air, this passion for racing. It's in my blood. I was born into it. Monday, Monday, Monday. Join Tyler Jordan and Robin Vandenberg as they cover all things racing with pit reporters spanning the globe. Bump and Run Radio, 6.30 on WBLZ Sports. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. Welcome to the Root Dog Show. This is Rudy Reyes, and you can hear me now, 2 p.m., 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturday only on WBLZSports.com. They love me so much, they want me four days a week. Ah, the privileges. We got big balls! Who's got big balls? We got big balls! And I've got big balls! And she's got big balls! We got big balls! Whether it be your industrial commercial or residential needs gen service is the electrical contractor for you the gen service team has the expertise 
commitment, and educational years to help you solve your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. And mention WBLZ Sports, you will get a discount. That's Gen Service, 740-438-7173. Welcome back to the County Fantasy Sports Podcast. Let's jump right into it with the Falcons versus the Broncos. I'm expecting, I can't say it's going to happen, but I'm expecting regression from both Ryan and Julio Jones. <laughs> that is a fair assumption. <laughs> uh, definitely a fair assumption. I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan finished with half his passing yards from last week and mm-hmm. Julio finishes with, you know, under 100. Yeah. For being honest, I mean, this is a tough, tough game to Yes, it is, which I think Tlaib is about to be in trouble. The, yeah, I saw that. I don't know what kind of discipline he may face. Yeah, he the shoot or him being shot during the offseason, yeah. the investigators have determined he shot himself. Yeah, so, Cheddar Bob. We will. I got to throw in an eight mile every once in a while. But anyway. What about Freeman? Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Um, Denver, uh, their defense is great and all, but, I mean, they don't necessarily shut down the run. And this is going to be a game where Matt Ryan sees a lot of pressure. So, Freeman can definitely mm-hmm. see some dump-offs. So, I, I think he'll be a solid play this week. Maybe uh, not, you know, a, a running back one unless it's low end. Okay, I wouldn't I mean, be surprised to see those numbers. This could be all him this backfield due to Coleman's situation. Yeah, I think Coleman will play, but it'll just be limited. I think he'll be quite a bit limited. Yeah. He'll be like a situational guy. Yeah, you know, kind of like when Gronk plays limited, which don't look at these past few games, but used to years ago, if he played limited, he was basically red zone. Hey, get out there, catch mm-hmm. a touchdown, and he'd catch you two touchdowns and <laughs> be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else in this passing offense? Um, no, not really. I mean, I'm sure if you have Jacob Tammy, you don't have many other options. I mean, he may could see some action. Maybe he could find the end zone just because, you know, in this game, Matt Ryan's going to need all the help he can get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if something does happen to Tlaib between, you know, now and kickoff, uh, maybe Muhammad Sanu could see a little action. Maybe, yeah. Maybe no, I'm not banking on that by any no. means. I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't play him in daily, but worth monitoring at least. Mm-hmm. This is just a really tough matchup, and it's shown whenever your quarterbacks, wide receivers go against Denver, they tend to get shut down. Yeah, you're not going to have a good time. No. Uh, speaking of Denver, C.J. Anderson, I think he gets back on track, you know, more yardage, and hopefully he finds the end zone mm. continuously. The receivers, they're going to be fine regardless of who's under center, which is kind of a big question mark right now. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you if you knew anything about that. Uh, there was a report that came out today that Simeon should be ready to play, but it didn't say that he was going to start. Right. <laughs> well, that's fair. Could run a little quarterback so, back maybe. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? Definitely don't want any part of the quarterback in Denver, no. even though this is kind of a decent matchup. Yeah. And if Simeon does start, I expect a really solid day from Emmanuel Sanders in PPR. Mm-hmm. Should definitely flirt with low-end wide receiver one numbers, I think. I think both of these wide receivers are going to be fine no matter who starts. I mean, we've seen them perform with both. Mm-hmm. So, keep on starting them. I mean, Demarius has been awesome this year. Mm-hmm. Even though that first week I was kind of doubting myself after saying he was going to be my steady yeah. Got in the committee, and he's turned out to be the, or was, my lead horse, and then I traded him away. <laughs> you got you got Allen Robinson out of it, though. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Won't help you this week. But. <laughs> no, not this week. Which I need all the help I can get. Anything else in this game? 
No, I'm good. Bengals versus the Cowboys. I like Jamie Hill's chances of scoring in this one. Yeah. So, he'll be up there. He'll be a solid running back, too, for me. Yep, definitely a top 20 play. The Bengals probably won't run away with this one like they did Thursday night's game, mm-hmm. last Thursday. So, Geo might get some more touches in this one. Yes. Yeah. This is probably going to be a very competitive game. Definitely. So, Geo, he'll be ranked below Hill in my rankings, but he's still a solid play, especially with bye week. So, yeah. Solid. A.J. Green should have a solid day. May even go over 100 again and probably find the end zone, <laughs> I'd guess. Yeah. I actually have him as my top wide receiver this week. Really? Yep. Nice. I think it just continues the hot start. And uh, with Brown going against the Jets and, you know, Bell coming back really is what it, it mm-hmm. bumped him down for me. I have Brown at two, but I just I mean, think. Brown, he had two touchdowns. Yeah. Other than that, it wasn't. He only saw five targets, I think. Yeah, so my theory prior to the season. Yeah, it's a pretty solid theory so far. Uh, yeah. One week into it, but. Uh, <laughs> That's all I need for my sample size. <laughs> Keep in mind, I had Theo Riddick as a top 10 50-yard back in after week one. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just monitor that for now. But for now, uh, A.J. Green definitely has, uh, well, I wouldn't say the hottest hand in terms of wide receivers since Julio's coming off oh, the yeah. game and he has. But Julio's definitely not going to be the top wide receiver this week. Um, Beckham and the Giants. Who they play? Green Bay. Green Bay. We'll save that for later. But mm-hmm. obviously, I don't have him as my top wide receiver. You uh, got AJ Green. AJ Green. That's the moral <laughs> of this right now. Part of my rambling. AJ Green is my number one wideout. Moving on to the Cowboys. Zeke. Hold on, hold on. Tyler Offert. Tyler. Oh yeah, yeah. Tyler Offert news. Uh, he was supposed. To, well, there was an idea that he would play this week, but he hurt his back, and he's been labeled as out for this week. So, depending on that, maybe Uzoma, kind of. Becomes a little relevant for a little while longer. <laughs> I mean, I hate trying to talk him up just because I gassed him up like week two yeah. or three and he just let me down big time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you never know. You never He'll know. be out there on the field. So, <laughs> hey, that, it's more than you can say for most. So. True. <laughs> Tyler Eifert, for example. <laughs> but moving on to Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, pretty much. He's moving on to Zeke. I, I think he's going to continue his little streak of either. Rushing for 100 or finally in <coughs> He's done that all year so yep. far. So, I think that continues. He's a solid running back one. He's going to be in my top three going forward. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get the volume to where if he's got a bad matchup, he's probably still going to perform very well. Yep. And if Dez doesn't go, I like Witten's see plenty of targets. And give me Butler. Yeah, he's my highest-ranked wide receiver for the Cowboys. I can't blame you. He's mine as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cole Beasley was a good thought last week, but I was kind of glad I got off that bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah, and he, a lot of that was just a, a late play where, you know, Washington was expecting Dallas to just run the ball and uh, milk – not Washington, San Francisco, excuse yeah. me. was expecting them to just run the ball and uh, milk the clock, but it just surprised him with a little uh, – mm-hmm. I think it was a slant route to Beasley, and he took it like 40 yards. Yeah. Came away with, I think, just three catches on the day. On the day Something though. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, Bryce Butler, he's been impressive while Dez has been out. And I don't expect Dez to come back, even though you're going to hear reports of, oh, there's a chance, there's a chance. Yeah. I do not. I listen to Gene Bramble on any injury. <laughs> if he says a guy will likely miss this, or he's never seen a guy come back this soon, I listen. Right. It was re-diagnosed as a bone bruise, I believe. Oh, so, a bone bruise? Yeah, I think so. Crap. Yeah, well, I mean, there's still a chance that he plays, but even if Dez does play, I, I don't want anything to do with him personally. No, I... Just because he's going to have to put weight on that, and that's hard to do as a wide receiver and not feel any kind of pain. Yeah, I noticed that, or I note, noted that if Dez was to go, I prefer to avoid him at all costs if possible. Yeah. But he's still going to be at least a wide receiver three just because he can find the end zone yeah. easily. Oh, easily. But anything else in this one? Uh, no. Bills versus the Rams. I think LaShawn McCoy is a surefire top 10 running back. Yeah. And we should have paid more attention to who got moved to play calling duties whenever they fired, oh, what's his name, Roman. Yeah. It's the running back coach. So, of course, he's going to try to find ways to get McCoy the ball. That's yeah. probably why he's been catching the ball a ton and yeah. getting 
ton of volume, and even Gillisley, you've seen an increase in his touches and opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, should have seen this coming. Should have noted that somewhere. Yeah. It was obvious. It's hard to say the game. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tyrod's a solid quarterback, but just because of his rushing ability. Yeah. It's just one of those things where he doesn't have that number one target right now, and I don't want to claim that somebody is a Sammy Watkins replacement until we see a couple of weeks put together, which at the moment, Robert Woods is the guy I'm keeping an eye on. We'll see if he continues to get targets. If he does, then okay, maybe going forward, Tyrod may be more involved in the passing game, but right now I'm basing this strictly off of his rushing ability. Yeah, that's that's fair. And Charles Clay, not been too impressed with him so far, so... He's a streamer, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I don't really think this is a matchup to stream him in, to be no. honest. I mean, the Rams' defense, I mean, they're not horrible. Mm-mm. No, and they've been playing in low-scoring games. <laughs> yeah. So, and this is probably going to be another one. But Gurley, he'll probably struggle like always. I don't know. Mm. I'm kind of treating it the way I treated uh, my ranking of Carlos Hyde last week. But this game will more than likely – be, you know, pretty close. I think I don't see either team really running away with this one. And Gurley is the best weapon on offense, so he's going to get touches. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he came away with 20 carries in this game. And, you know, I'm not going to call for a breakout game or anything like that, but I think we'll see some sort of reassurance. I think we'll see maybe somewhere around 80 yards and maybe even a touchdown. So I I think Gurley can be solid. No, I mean, nothing spectacular, but solid. But, you know, we saw Gurley. He also has a chance to be spectacular he any does. given game. He does. Uh, it's just hard to pinpoint when yeah, he's going to It's it very right frustrating, now. but I, I think this game will we'll, we'll see a good amount of Todd Gurley. Fair enough. I, I've He's still a top 10 running back in my mind, but I'm just not feeling comfortable. I'm glad I got rid of him in the league. I owned him. Everything, everybody else in this offense is just a dice roll, to be honest. Yeah, that's a great way to put it, a dice roll. So, I mean, you can't feel comfortable starting anybody. So, hey, if you want to live life on the edge, go for it. Start a Tavon Austin or a Brian Quick yeah. since he's the hot hand right Kenny now. Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt, he's been the consistent guy. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent. So, I mean, there's a chance he could. Be all right in this game. Case Keenum, if you're living life on the edge at quarterback. <laughs> Can't even do that. Can't even fathom that. But anything else? You got your boy Lance Kendricks. You yeah, just keep an eye on him. I mean, nothing really set him apart from anybody, but could put up a, a solid game. Gotcha. Let's move on to the Chargers versus the Raiders. I have Rivers. He's a lock in my top ten volume in this Oakland pasty is not very good. As of right now, I have Rivers at two. Two? But like I said, my top five uh, isn't really locked in. It's just five guys mm-hmm. that I think will do well, and I think uh, he'll be one of those guys for sure because Oakland's pass defense is just it is. horrible. It's and, terrible. Uh, I, he really had something going with Inman last week, so mm-hmm. I think Inman can you know continue because Travis Benjamin had that big fumble kind of makes mm-hmm. you question the trust right there if there is trust. And um, Tyrell Williams, he – Came on late, so maybe he's going to ride the hot hand with them in this week. If I were to play a uh, San Diego wide receiver, don't get me wrong, I still play Travis Benjamin yeah. first. Yeah. But I, I've seen questions being asked me whether it be Inman or Williams, and I've told people Inman. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they're just going to ride out the hot hand in this game right here, uh, especially with Verrett going to yeah. the IR, mm-hmm. season-ending injury. Uh, Partially torn ACL. Yep. So um, – Oakland has everything that it takes to just throw the ball up and match them point for point. Yep. So, if this game goes 42-41, you're not going to see me surprised. No, not at all. But it's funny you bring it in. When I'm actually flirting with the idea of picking him up and starting him in a league that I'm dealing with a bunch of buys. I've, DeAndre Washington's really my only option. Mm-hmm. Even though I like him, we're going to kind of talk about him here in a minute. I'm kind of leaning picking up Inman. I've got to figure out who I'm going to cut, which will probably be Tyler Lockett. 
Yeah. Just because I can't have more than five receivers on my roster. Right. And plus torn PCL. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't very encouraging. Right. I plan to have Inman in a lot of my daily lineups this week. I wouldn't blame him one bit. He's cheap. Dirt yeah. cheap. But really, any of these three wide receivers can have a big day. Yeah. To be honest. Maybe even all three of them. Uh, what do you think about Hunter Henry this week? I think Gates came back to practice today. He did. Uh, I don't know how much he's going to be involved. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I kind of just want to monitor it. I, I don't want to play any in daily. If I yeah. have Hunter Henry and I just use him as a, a fill-in, then maybe I look to stream another option. But at the same time, he very well could you know put up consistent numbers, like the numbers he's put up the past two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you said yesterday with Gates, and or the way Henry's performing, there's not really a need to push Antonio yeah. Gates back in. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Which, it's just tricky. It's a situation that can pay off if you start Henry. It's just something I don't want to be a part and of. This is one of those evening games, so there's not much left after yeah. the one o'clock games. So if you plan to wait it out to see if Gates is going to play, you don't have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a pretty good one on the Monday night game, we'll get to. Moving on to Oakland, I have Derek Carr in my top five. Top five. Top five. Yep. And I'll probably, if the news comes out about Cam, whether or not he's going to play anytime soon, if it comes out before this game or before Sunday's games, really, I'll move him up into my top four. That's fair. Yeah, I think he's a lock to be a a top ten play this week for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And given the matchup, he definitely could crack the top four. Yeah, he could have a monster game. Or not DeMarco. Latavius Murray has fallen a lot in my rankings. I've got him, I want to say it was around 26 or something like that. Uh, that's very fair. I'm trying to sell every bit of Latavius Murray oh, yeah. that I own. And if, I'm struggling. If he likes to do it, I still have him. And just hoping maybe he can, you know, find the end zone in this game just so yeah, I can sell him. Because this isn't looking good going forward for him. That's and, the only reason I've got him ranked so high. Just because, hey, he can find the end zone. Yeah. Especially in this game where there's going to be a lot of scoring. Mm-hmm. But DeAndre Washington, he's interesting to me in this one. I think he's a... Good desperation play. Like yeah. If you're like my situation, I, I feel fine with him in the lineup, but there's a better option on the waiver wire, I'm thinking. But, hey, he could break a big one right here. Yeah. Easily. This Chargers defense isn't great. No, nope. so. not at all. And he can also be involved in the pass game as well. Mm-hmm. And mm. we've heard possibly expanding his role. Yeah. So that will be great. I have both Cooper and Crabtree as wide receiver twos this week. Yep. Who do you have ranked high? Cooper, but not by much. I have Crabtree, but not by much. <laughs> I have Crabtree at 16 and Cooper at 18. That's around the area I've got him ranked. So. Yeah. I, I just got to keep riding out Crabtree over Cooper until <laughs> we see it. I mean, yeah. it's a great theory. You got this uh, young prototype wide receiver who's just ready to blow up, but Crabtree's Mr. Dependable. Yeah, he is. I agree. Anything else in this game? No, I don't really want anything to do with Walford. No. Yeah, so. Giants versus the Packers. I don't want any part of the Giants running game, but I will be watching Paul Perkins. I want to see if he's going to get more involved. Yeah. Because if he does, that's an interesting guy going forward. Mm-hmm. I love Eli, but the reason I love him is they should be playing from behind. I expect this Packers offense to come out and really – Get going, you know they they've really not played well so far. They had one good half of football, yeah. basically. Yeah, but I expect him to get on top of the Giants, and that's I'm going down swinging with Odell. I've got him ranked number one. <laughs> going down with the ship. I'm, I sound like Brandon Marshall right now. I, mean, I got him at three, so I can't blame you for it. I guess, but I expect a monster game. You know, we're hearing all this talk of Odell. He's complained. The, you've heard the term grease and squeaky wheel. Yeah. He's about to get greased big time, I believe. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I think Shepard's a real solid play this week as well. I, I don't even want to talk about the other receivers. I'll let you talk about them. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying Shepard has what it takes to be a top 20 guy. I have him just outside of my top mm-hmm. 20 right now because, like you said, there's a good chance they will be playing from behind. And, you know, Denver's – or not Denver. Green Bay's defense isn't anything spectacular. They've got a good – Run defense. Yeah. That's about it. So, I mean, I, I see no reason for uh, Shepard to not be a uh, solid play, and uh, Victor Cruz can probably be a solid play in this one. 
That's kind of what it's hard for me to buy into Beckham as the number one guy, just because he's got a lot of options around him, especially in a game like this. It's it's good points, but I'm going down. I respect it. I guess. I, I guess I just don't <laughs> agree with it. I'm going. I'm putting all my eggs in this basket for this game. If it doesn't happen, I'm going to panic. <laughs> I'll never panic with Odell. I don't know. We'll see. Unless he just ups and leaves the league, which <laughs> hopefully will not happen. But didn't you say your tweet got brought up? The moment I stopped yeah. having fun with it, I'd be done with it. Yeah, he tweeted that this summer. And, well, he said he's not having fun. Uh, so. well, we'll, we'll just monitor that for now. <laughs> we'll see. Rodgers and Nelson, I see them performing as top-tier guys. <clears throat> and I'm keeping an eye on Cobb because, you know, last game he wasn't no really relevant. Not at all. all. I think he came over with just like three targets. Yeah. So, I hope he gets more involved. But I think they have to. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they spent a good <clears throat> amount of their bye week just trying to figure out how to get yeah. him more involved. Just because when both receivers are going, this offense oh, yeah. can pretty much not be stopped. Yeah, very true. Very true. Eddie Lacy, solid option at running back this week. He's going to need the touchdown to make his fantasy owners happy because mm-hmm. they've been kind of disappointed so far. Yeah. So, needs that touchdown. Anybody else that needs to be brought up in this one? I don't think so. Let's move on to Monday Night Football. Bucks versus the Panthers. I think Winston could have a big day. We just seen the Panthers give up 500 yards passing. So, <laughs> And Winston is not a guy to shy away from throwing the ball in tight coverage. And I think that's good for Evans, who I didn't realize he was leading the league in targets. Yeah, Evans is you know, quietly having a really good year. Yeah, he is. I think he's a, a lock to be a wide receiver one this week. I actually have him at six, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in my top five before it's said and done. I've, I'm in the same boat right there. Nice. But and uh, it's funny, the WBLZ league. I've offered a trade to the Evans owner. Doesn't have quarterback, so I offered him Stafford. We don't need Stafford anymore. We right. got Tom Brady. Yeah, I offered him Stafford and Doug Baldwin for Mike Evans. I felt like it was a solid deal. Yeah, he accepted. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll it see. is a pretty solid deal. Yeah, I like it. But. Other parts of this passing game I like is Cameron Bright. Cameron Bright. I think that's a he's a solid option if you're desperate tight end. I've got him in my top ten. Top ten. And I think you can find the end zone easily. He's gonna be the red zone target. Jameis will throw it to you if you're covered, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I think he can really do well in this game. Any word on uh, Charles Sims? Charles Sims no and I'm nervous. Here's my thing with Sims. If Whitaker's available, I'm picking him up. That way I have a fallback. You know, Whitaker's solid. He's the fantasy running back you want in the, the Panthers offense. But Sims, knee injury, questionable, Monday night game. That's your best option because you don't want Jaquiz Rogers. You don't want Jaquiz, even though it's going to be the no. ideally the three-down guy? It'll be him and Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. They'll be sharing. Never heard of this guy before. He was a. I think it'll be more of a spell situation, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. But if Whitaker's available, I will gladly keep Charles Sims in my lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, wait it out. But if I've got a safer option and I don't have the opportunity to go pick up Whitaker, I'm plugging in whoever over Sims like. I've got Sims ranked at like 22 or something like that. And there's guys below him. Like if I've got Whit or not Whitaker, if I've got Sims and Sproles, mm-hmm. I'll play Sproles over Sims if I don't have the luxury of having a different option. Right. Like, so you're prepared to bench Sims. I'm much. prepared, yes. Okay. That's, I mean, that's very smart. I, I think uh, Adam Humphreys can be a nice little PPR play again. Mm-hmm. He uh, had a terrible matchup last week, and, you know, Tampa Bay didn't look good no. at all last week. No. But. Uh, two games before that, he's proved to be a pretty solid option in PPR. Carolina, if Cam goes, he's top five guy. But if he doesn't, the only way I start Derek Anderson is if I'm a Cam owner, and I waited out. Waited out the same yeah. situation with the uh, Whitaker. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I do not want to go pick up Derek Anderson and be like, oh man, if he starts, he's gonna be <laughs> such a good player. No, absolutely not. I mean, I think it could be better than what you're. Uh, thinking, I mean, Kelvin Benjamin, I did say 
on yesterday's podcast that I wouldn't be surprised if he starts to see a reduction in terms of the whole season, but Tampa Bay has given up a touchdown to the wide receiver one in each of the first four games. <laughs> so you got that going for you right there. And then Greg Olson is there, and I still have him as my top tight end over Jordan Reed this week. Just, game at two. Yeah, it's it's hard to not really consider him as a top tight as the top tight end for me at least, just because Reed has been you know kind of you know not Jordan Reed. Yeah. Overall, so if you have two solid options like that, and then Fozzie Whitaker as well. I think Derek Anderson is in a good spot to finish as a top 15 guy this week if Cam is out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might be reaching, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Quarterback's deep. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless of the quarterback situation, Olsen's a fantastic play. Yeah. yeah. Assuming, didn't you say that this game is in danger of being canceled? Well, it's they're supposed to be updating this either Thursday or Friday on what they plan to do. Hurricanes coming through and it, it'll be coming through around this time. Mm. And they'll probably, it's a big one. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen. I've seen somebody suggest that they move it to Tampa Bay just because by that time it'll be through Florida. Yeah. But some people said that, that the Bucks would not be on board with that just because they somehow the schedule would change because that would give the Bucks another home game and you'd have to change a bunch. flip the other or the next game that they play I don't know I don't I mean, know it just kind of seems like they'd be able to do that I, yeah you'd think but who <laughs> knows who knows I don't know I don't get into the politics of that stuff <laughs> so just be on the lookout this thing could be in jeopardy of either being delayed postponed maybe it gets played on Tuesday who knows I don't know maybe but anything else in this one no good well, let's wrap it up there. That's the entire week five preview. Be sure to check out our rankings on thecountyfs.com. Like our Facebook page, the County FS, or the County Fantasy Sports on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at the County FS. And be sure to check out all the WBLZ sports content. You can find that at wblzsports.com. Other than that, I guess we'll see you next week for the recap. I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, co-host Jared Chastain. Peace. Without much further ado, I give you WBLZ Sports. We got balls. Hey, do you love sports? Do you love pop culture? Do you like to talk about gossip and dirty laundry? You know, like you do with your friends when you're kicking back watching a game at the bar, at home, just hanging out. That's exactly what you get when you listen to Sports Infusion. You get the world of pop culture and sports infused together on WBLZ every Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Pamela Michelle. Join me in the Sports Infusion gang as we bring you the best of both worlds. Why? We can say whatever we want on WBLZ. Because we've got balls. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing. 404 966 3361. Good shot. It's about time. Hey, it is about time. I mean, I just couldn't get the ball in the hole. I wanted to, but I just couldn't do it. WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. Whether it be your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Service is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Service team has the expertise commitment, and educational years to help you solve your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. And mention WBLZ Sports, you will get a discount. That's Gen Service, 740-438-7173. You have no marbles. Marbles? Marbles! You have no matters! Because we've got balls. WBLZ Sports. <laughs>